Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Thursday Thoughts. I hope this podcast finds you well and I hope you're all having a wonderful day and a wonderful week. I just want to stop and say, may the 4th be with you. (laughs) Um, I'm sorry, I had to do that. I am a huge Star Wars fan. I have been my whole life. I'm actually wearing a little Baby Yoda Grogu shirt. Even though, for all of us real Star Wars fans out there, we know that there's so much better stuff than Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda's just a money grab. I'm sorry. I'm just throwing my, my opinion out there. Uh, yes, he's cute, but I, I truly believe that it's just a money grab by Disney just to keep people buying the merchandise. So, sorry. Sorry. I let my bitterness out. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But no, seriously... I hope everyone's having a great week. I hope you're all having a a wonderful uh, just time in life right now. And if you're not, you know, I just I want to encourage you to keep on keeping on and trust that God is faithful and that God will always be there. And so let's get into our podcast episode for today. So on today's episode of Thursday Thoughts, we're continuing our series in the book of Proverbs, right? And so up to this point, we've we've talked about what a proverb is. Right and how, uh, and then the book of Proverbs is primarily concerned with the formation of character through the cultivation of wisdom. Right, uh, we talked about how unless we are spiritually prepared, diligent, disciplined in our study, and obedient to what God tells us, we won't really understand much of God's word. And Proverbs kind of teaches us about that. And we we've talked about so far in this season of Thursday Thoughts that Proverbs chapters one through nine, where we are right now. They're, they're written by Solomon, and they all are coming from the viewpoint of him instructing his son on wisdom. And so for us, as contemporary Christians today, it practically makes sense to us. We can read it as, right, whenever we are spiritual mentors teaching younger people, or whether we're in the position of the younger person trying to gain insight from older, wiser people. And so that's how it can apply to us today. You know, we don't necessarily have to read it as, you know, a dad reading to a son, even though that is maybe its specific context. It does obviously apply to maybe parents teaching kids or youth leaders teaching young people at church, you know, or you just teaching a colleague at work or whatever, etc. And so then, and then the past three episodes we have discussed, I believe we're in episode five today, um, the past, three, the past three episodes after we introduced what a proverb was, we've discussed the qualities of godly people, kind of like what chapter one is talking about. It's talking about you know, qualities of wise people, qualities and the types of things that you should want and the types of things you should avoid. And then we talked about in chapter two the value of wisdom and how Solomon is telling us about the value of wisdom and how it will be a protection for us and it will teach us and it will lead us in our life. And then last week, we, with chapter 3, we talked about how we are not the masters of our own destiny and how God is the giver of wisdom and God is the founder of wisdom and how he is the one who makes our path straight. And so we need to give our hearts to him and not to anything else. And we need to trust in him and not some crazy idea that we can do it all on our own. And so now, with all that being said, today we're going to Today will probably be the last chapter that we're going in chronological order, and then we'll start kind of just jumping around the book of Proverbs after this week. But um, I wanted to build on these first few chapters of Proverbs because I think it really sets the the tone for what the book of Proverbs is going to be and what its main purpose is, and it's to uh, 
what we talked about earlier, right? To it's to spiritually prepare, to help us become diligent, to become disciplined and obedient to what God tells us. And so today in chapter four, today we're going to be talking about guarding our hearts, protecting our hearts. And so quickly, we're we're not going to read all of chapter four. We're just going to read a part of it. But let me set up the context for us. The context of chapter four. So chapter four continues with the theme of a parent, right, instructing their child. And at first, it seems that there may not be anything different from the previous chapters. However, it's interesting. There's no direct mention of God in chapter four, right? What does that mean? Well, let's think of it like this. In chapter 3, we get a view from above, right? God takes the center stage and is, and is described as the one who gives knowledge and wisdom, and he's the very source of knowledge and wisdom, right? And so chapter 3 is all about God. However, in chapter 4, we get a look from below, if you will. So chapter 3, we get a look from above, from God's perspective. And then chapter 3, we get a look from below, from our perspective, where parents teach their kids about right and wrong. And I think the way we should understand this is that chapter 4 helps us see that it signals that this teaching, this wise instruction that parents give kids, it comes from God, right? I think by placing chapters 3 and 4 next to one another, which they actually are, but when you, I think you have to read them together and understand that, you know, the these two chapters give us instruction and show us what it... Uh, and I think it shows us how it would be a mistake to separate the wisdom instruction from home from the wisdom teaching from the Lord, right? And so I, we need to read chapters 3 and 4. of pro- we, really, we really need to be better at reading the books of the Bible as a whole. You know, we have a habit today of dividing them up with the chapters and the verses, and we have to remember when these works were originally written, there were no chapters and verses. They were just one continuous work. Maybe they were branched off like in lists or something like that, like in Proverbs, but but there were no chapters and verses, so it's important that we don't, you know, just read and realize, well, only these three verses go with this chapter. No, it's a whole literary work, and they all go together, and they function together, and so we have to read chapters three through, we really have to read chapters one through nine, Solomon's chunk of Proverbs all together, because thematically they go together, and so I think we see that. In chapter 4, the reason God may not be specifically mentioned is because Solomon just talked about where real wisdom and knowledge comes from and how he has done his best to follow that, and so now he's trying to give his son that instruction, right? And so that's what chapter 4 builds on, right? And so chapter 4 then goes through with um, Solomon urging his son to listen to his teaching and listen to what he's telling him because it's good and it'll give him a long life and help him be prosperous in his life. And then he goes on through the chapter talking to him talking to him about the things that you should want and the things that you need to avoid and how you need to guard your heart. And so with that being said, the last seven verses of Proverbs chapter four, I think summarize the book or summarize the chapter pretty well. And so let's read. Proverbs chapter four, starting in verse twenty. My son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them, and healing to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. Put away from you crooked speech, and put devious talk far from you. Let your eyes look directly forward, and your gaze be straight before you. 
Ponder the path of your feet, and then all your ways will be sure. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Turn your foot from evil. And so, these last seven chapters, I believe, summarize what chapter 4 is getting at pretty well. Basically, what Solomon is urging his son to do, and so what Solomon is urging us to do as contemporary readers, is to make sure that we are attentive, attentive to the words of knowledge and to the words of wisdom, right? And incline our ear to these sayings, which means listen to them carefully and make sure that we hear it and understand it. We don't need to let them out of our sight, which means that we need to constantly be reading them. We need to const- As Christians, we need to constantly be reading the Bible, right? Uh, I hope you don't just read your Bible on Sunday, because we need to read our Bible daily, because that's how we grow in our faith, that's how we grow in our knowledge and our wisdom of God, and that's how our relationship with God strengthens and how we grow. And it's healing to us, right? Uh, we have to keep them in our heart, right? Because from our heart, life comes, right? He says that. You know, their life to those who find them and healing to our flesh. And so this this knowledgeable teaching, and again, I think it's important. Solomon's not saying that it's his words and his knowledge. It's like it's not because of him that it brings life. It's because of where his knowledge comes from, and that comes from the Lord. And it will bring life. And so verse 23, we have to keep your you have to keep your heart with all vigilance. What does vigilance mean? It means being vigilant, <laughs> right? Be looking. Looking out, being on watch, being on guard. We have to be vigilant. I mean, if you take one step, I mean, I live in San Diego, California now. If you take, if you just spend a little bit of time out in the world with people in the grocery store or at a park and stuff like that, you, you see all kinds of different ways of life and you see, you know, sadly, a lot of sinful lifestyles and you see the influence of the world. And so if, we, if you're not guarding yourself spiritually, you are at risk to fall. And so that's why it's important that we guard our heart with all vigilance and be watchful and be sober-minded. The Bible says that a lot. Because from our heart flow the springs of life. From our heart come life. Things. We have to put away you know, crooked speech and devious talk from, you, from us, right? We don't need to talk bad. We don't need to say bad things. We need to practice good conduct, right? Let our eyes look forward. And I think what he means here is let our eyes look straight onto the path of righteousness. Don't get distracted by all these wild things going on, these sinful things that may look good and they may look enticing, but we need to keep our eyes focused on the prize and look straight ahead and stay on that straight and narrow path, right? Keep your gaze straight before you. Ponder the path of your feet, then all your ways will be sure. What he's meaning by that, think about what you're doing before you just do it. Really think about it. Think about the positives, the negatives. Think about what God would want you to do. You know, the classic, what would Jesus do? Maybe stop and kind of think about that. And so I think that's what Solomon's getting at. You know, it's pretty practical advice, and that's one of the amazing things about Proverbs and why I enjoy this book so much is because it's they're literally little practical sayings that apply to us in our life, and the book of Proverbs definitely applies to us today. I think everything that we've read today applies to us, right? Be watchful. Keep our hearts safe. Try not to—don't say bad things. Don't be devious in our talk, right? Keep your eyes forward, and I think, like I said, what that means is keep your eyes on the truth, don't wander off from the truth. Think about the things you do. Think about the way you're going and make sure that it's something that's sure and that's God-approved. Do not swerve to the right or to the left, right? Or turn your, you know, or 
he says, turn your foot away from evil. And so what, what Solomon means is keep your, keep your face forward, focus on the straight and narrow path, because if you go off to the right and to the left, that means we're turning and making haste to run to evil. Jesus kind of discusses something similar to this in Matthew chapter 15, right? He's talking about the difference between traditions and commands. The, the Pharisees and the other religious leaders, right, and the scribes, they were wondering why the disciples weren't washing their hands, right, because that was unclean. And Jesus then kind of turns it back on them and tells them, right, honor your father and mother, but, you know, you guys aren't really keeping this commandment. You know, you're hypocrites. And so Jesus says, you know, these people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. And so what this is reminding us of is that we need to keep our hearts safe and that following Jesus is more than just saying we believe in Jesus, right? They honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. That's what Jesus said. We need to make sure that we're not just praising Jesus with our mouths, but we're actually praising him with our thoughts, with our actions, and with our conduct and how we do things. And then he goes on in Matthew later in Matthew 15, right, to talk about what defiles a person, what makes a person unclean, if you will, right? Because the, he called people to him and he said, hear and understand, it's not what goes into someone's mouth that defiles them, but what comes out of a person's mouth, that defiles them. And then Peter, right, Peter comes up, or the disciples come up and say, don't you know that it offended the Pharisees? And then Jesus is pretty clear to say, every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be rooted up. So if you're not rooted in the truth, you will be rooted up. You know, so Jesus says, let them alone, they're blind guides. And if blind lead the blind, then both will fall into a pit. And then Peter was just like, explain this to us, right? And so Jesus says, you know, are you still without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into the mouth passes into the stomach and is expelled or digested? What come, what, but what comes from the mouth, out of the mouth, proceeds from the heart, and this defiles a person. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, and slander. These are what defile a person, but, not, but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile anyone. And so Jesus is reminding the Jewish people and us today that, you know, we, we may consider some things bad and we may hold on to our little man-made traditions sometimes. And like, like that sometimes, sometimes it's okay, but we need to understand that that's not the gospel and that that's not truth. And we need to remember that our hearts, uh, we need to remember that we need to hold on to truth because when we hold on to truth, it'll help us have a clean, undefiled heart. But whenever we allow sin and we don't guard our hearts and we allow other things to become more important and we allow other things to take refuge over our heart, right? Then we will become defiled, like Jesus says, right? That'll make us unclean. It'll make us defiled. It'll get these e evil things come from the heart. What Jesus is meaning is that our heart is the source of life, like Solomon was saying, right? And so if you don't guard your heart and fill it with good things, then bad things will come out of it. And so here in Proverbs 4, we see the encouragement for us to guard our hearts, right? And so the contemporary significance of this passage is that it reminds us that we need to, number one, I think, pass on what we learn, right? We see Solomon passing on what he's learned to his son and other generations of Christians like us today. I think also we learn from this passage that we need to be willing to accept teaching from others when they have wisdom to give. You know, you shouldn't just go around and believe everything people say, but, you know, if what they're saying is backed up by Scripture, then we need to believe it. 
The teaching of this chapter challenges us to live to a life of discipline, both in being open in correction, but also in practicing self-discipline that guards what one thinks, says, or does, because guarding these things guards our life in Christ. You know, at first look, the motivations of this chapter seem to appeal only to the young man's self-interest, but however, when you look closely at the topics of uh, we didn't read these in particular, but in this passage we see topics of like violence and perverse speech. It becomes clear that the life that we're supposed to guard, we're supposed to guard our hearts, this life that's being guarded belongs to not only to us, but to the people around us in our community. We don't ever need to think that we seek wisdom solely for the good that it brings us, right? But rather we seek wisdom because wisdom will bless our families, our churches, and ourselves. And so this passage teaches us that we need to make sure that we are guarding our minds and our hearts in Christ Jesus, and that we give Jesus our everything, right? That we take up our cross and that we follow him daily. So that's what it contemporarily teaches us. And so that we need to remember, here in Proverbs chapter 4, we see the reminder that we need to guard our hearts. We need to be careful. Why? Because as Peter says, our adversary the devil prowls about like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. And so if you're not on guard and you're caught slacking and a little bit out of the pack or you're or you're weaker spiritually because you're not reading your Bible and you're not guarding your heart, that's easier prey for the devil to come and cause you to stumble. And as Solomon says, veer off to the right and the left and make haste to evil. No. We need to keep our heads straight. We need to keep our, our gaze straight before us and look directly ahead and focus on the truth and focus on what God would want us to do. And so, let's remember to guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Thursday Thoughts. I pray that it'll be a benefit to you and that you will use it in your life. Let's remember to guard our hearts in Christ, and we do that by reading our Bibles, by praying, and by seeking intimate time with our Savior. You guys have a good one.